Now back to Sports 56 Mornings. Good morning. On Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Here once again, Greg Gaston and Eli Savoy. 902 the time here in our family leisure studio. Sports 56 Mornings on this Groundhog Day, Friday, February 2nd, 2024. Eli Savoy, Zach Boyd here with you. No Greg Gaston today. He'll be back on Monday. Currently 48 degrees as that temperature is starting to rise down to get on our way up into the mid-upper 60s for our high today. Tomorrow, once again, some pretty comfortable temperatures in the mid-60s with maybe a little bit of sun, also a slight chance of some rain tomorrow. Sunday, the rain is expected to be here and temperatures will cool down once again down into the low 50s. We are here in the Family Leisure Studios. That's where family and fun come together. Family Leisure, 2120 Witten Road, just north of I-40. They got their floor model sale going on right now, whether it be patio sets. Well, they're priced to move. Pool tables, theater seating, four-person hot tubs, all kinds of great stuff uh, you can see right there in the store. They got to move it out to make room for new inventory over at Family Leisure. Coming up this hour, Brandon Lang going to be joining us here in just a little bit. Talk a little... uh, Super Bowl, of course, with him. Talk about the AFC-NFC championship games. He was right on both of them. I dared to disagree on both accounts, and I was wrong on both. He was right on both last week on both the AFC and NFC championship games. Later in the hour, Sean Merriman. Uh, from Lights Out uh, Fighting will join us. We'll talk a, a lot of NFL with him as well, including about Jim Harbaugh, who is the new coach of the Chargers, of course, where that's where Sean Merriman uh, made most of, uh, played most of his career and was an outstanding linebacker for the Chargers in his day. Again, the Grizzlies lose last night to Cleveland. They'll be back in action tonight against Golden State down at FedEx Forum, another 7 o'clock tip. It was... The Grizzlies making new off the court yesterday as well as they trade Steven Adams to the Houston Rockets for Victor Oladipo, who will not play here, uh, and three second-round draft picks. All-star reserves were picked last night in the NBA as well. And, of course, the Tigers are in action tomorrow, noon game, as they host Wichita State down at FedEx Forum. So that FedEx Forum crew got a quick turnaround from the Grizzlies tonight to the Tigers at noon tomorrow. they got to get that place ready for that game. Folks, the original Memphis beer is back. Goldcrest 51 will make its return on Monday. It'll be hitting stores and bars wherever you get your beer. Ask for Goldcrest 51, the original Memphis beer, being brewed once again by Soul and Spirits here in Memphis. And it'll be hitting the stores on Monday, February the 5th. So be ready for that. All right, we're going to talk with Brandon Lane coming up here in just a moment. As uh, again, I dared to disagree with uh, Mr. Lang last week on both the AFC and NFC Championship game. And, well, that's why he's the professional and I am not. Let's talk with Brandon. It's time to handicap this week's action. Joining Greg and Eli is sports handicapper Brandon Lang. Subject of the movie, Two for the Money. It's P equals P. You walk into a strip bar and you let her take your hand and drag you into that champagne room. Pressure equals problems. You just can't do it. And I'm telling you, pressure equals problems in the NFL. Get Brandon's plays at BrandonLang.com. There's four things you can't handicap in sports. There's, there's four things. Penalties. Turnovers, player stupidity, and coaching stupidity. What are they smoking? Also, listen to Brandon with Clay Harbor and Cam Rogers on the Believe Podcast Network. You're on a dating app, and they don't show a body picture. Run! 
Now, here's Brandon with Greg and Eli. He is Brandon Lang from BrandonLang.com and the Believe Podcast Network as well. And coming soon to a television near you on Pluto TV. Brandon, what's up? So, I'm at Green Valley Station with my boy Dan the Man. It's where I watch the Buffalo Bills blow up, lead against the Chiefs with 13 seconds to go. I don't know why I thought I could watch this game at the casino. At Detroit, massive, had a little small Detroit money line, website play, Detroit, sitting there watching the game. Let's go to the call. Fourth and two, seven minutes to go, Detroit up 24-10. I'm sitting there with my boy Dan the Man. I'm like, kick the field goal. Go up three scores. They have not scored but 10 points against Detroit's defense with seven minutes to go in the third quarter. They kicked the field goal here. This conversation I'm having is they're deciding what they're going to do. I go, you're asking Brock Purdy to go on three straight touchdown drives in the last 22 minutes to beat you. And I go, and that's saying <clears throat> Detroit's not going to do anything offensively. Kick the field goal. And he keeps his offense out on the field. And I look at my boy Dan, the man. I go, this is a trap. This, 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 this is the game. He doesn't get this here. They're going to lose this game outright. And we're going to need a backdoor touchdown to cover the number. He looks at me and says, are you crazy? Okay, fine. Just watch what happens. They go for it. They don't get it. I'm like, okay, now watch what happens. Now, when the ball deflected off the helmet, I looked at him and said, see, the gambling gods are a finicky bunch, my friend. I said, you don't do the right thing. I said, the football gods and the gambling gods in a playoff game to go to the Super Bowl, are going to torture you. Just do the right thing at the right time, and the situation will be perfectly clear. You kick the field goal. You go up 17. You walk over to the bench. Everybody fist knocks. You match their field goal. The momentum of your team is great. Your defense goes back out there feeling good about themselves. Your offense sets down and says, okay, good drive there. Let's get ready to do it again. The whole... But that first domino, when you went for it and you didn't get it, the gambling god said, okay, guess what? You're not going to the Super Bowl. So what happened? Deflected off the safety's helmet, touchdown. Next first play, fumble, touchdown, 24-24. Just like that. And what happened? I got up from the casino. I drove home because I knew there's only one way I'm winning this football game. And that was when I was going to need a back door. I called my girl in New York which is where I'm at right now. And she's a play and a half ahead of me. She's 27 seconds ahead of me. And I said, all right, babe, Detroit's got the ball. I need a backdoor touchdown. Here we go. And here's how she describes the play. She really doesn't. She understands point spread, but she doesn't understand football. So the first play, she's like going, okay, that was that, that was a good play. I'm like, babe, how many yards? She goes, they gained a few yards on that. I'm like, babe, where are they? She goes, they moved the ball a little upfield. Okay, great. And the next play, she's like going, oh, that was no good. I'm like, what happened? She goes, well, he, I don't know where he was throwing that one. I'm like, babe, what happened? She's like, oh, okay, it's ne- the next play. He goes, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, he's, he's running. He's running. I go, babe, where is he? He goes, he, he's down. He's past them. I go, is he past them? The logo at midfield. She goes, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm like, what yard line? She goes, I think he's at the 30. And that was Jamali Williams' big play. I'm like, okay, good, good, good. And, and again, she's, she's, she's a play and a half ahead of me. She says, I'm watching. I now see the play that she's describing. So the next play, she goes, Jesus, where was he throwing that? Interception? She goes, no, I just don't know what he was thinking there. I'm like, okay, so that means it's second down. She's like, yeah. And she goes, oh, my God, they're, 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 they're down to the 10-yard line. I'm like, okay, good, good, good. How much time? She goes, um, and she did the time. And then here she goes. She goes, 
space. What's happening? Like, um, they, they're down, like, at the one-yard line. I'm like, okay, that's great. Oh, my God. We're going to score. We're going to get the back door. And then first down, she's like, oh, my God, what is he doing? I'm like, what happened? She goes, he just threw it to nobody. I'm like, babe, but what? not an interception. She goes, no, it's second down. So she goes, oh, my God, where's he throwing that one? I'm like, babe, did he throw an interception? She's like, no, he just he threw that one away. I'm like, oh, my God. Then on third down, they ran it. She goes, oh, my God, they ran it. I go, did they get in? She goes, there was nobody there. They lost a couple yards, but now they're taking a timeout. I'm like, oh, my God. And the whole cover comes down to a fourth down play. I go, he should kick the field goal because he's down two scores, but he's a moron and an idiot. He's not going to do it. He's going to go for the touchdown. This makes no sense whatsoever. Snap of the ball. She's ahead of me. She goes, touchdown. Wait. I'm like, wait, what? They're talking about it. I'm like, babe, there's 20 officials who have black and white on, and they put their hands over their head for a touchdown. You don't see that? She goes, they're not showing that. They're looking at each other talking. I'm like, babe, is it a touchdown? She goes, I don't know. Now, remember, I'm, this is, everything's on this. And finally, she goes, touchdown! I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> I've won four games with her on the phone doing exactly what I did because she's ahead of me, and I'm as superstitious as it gets. And I drove home. I sped home to get home to get her on the phone. To pull it in. I need a play chart of how she calls it to, to let people know what she means. Oh my God, what do you think? Incomplete pass. Oh my God, where's it doing that? Incomplete pass. Oh, that was good. Okay, good. Yeah, it's hilarious. So, got the win, but again, <clears throat> it's a crying shame that Detroit didn't win that game outright. Listen, it was a crying shame the week before that Green Bay didn't win the game outright. And so, that leads me to the AFC Championship game recap. Flowers doesn't fumble to cut it to 17-14, Baltimore wins that game. I 100% okay. agree with you. Grade. And it makes me mad as heck because I bet on Baltimore. And I, I yep. but when he got the penalty first, I was already cursing him for like, what are you doing? Yep. And then he yep. the fumble. I'm like, oh, I, I 100% believe Baltimore – they did a lot of dumb stuff, but still, yeah. if he just if they get that ball in the end zone, I believe they win the game. Yeah. Here's the thing: he didn't have to reach the ball no. across. His momentum was such that if he just tucked it and just drove to the end zone, it's the same thing as Dallas when they played at Miami. Yes, the Tony Pollard, in the first the first possession game, Pollard. If he would have just put his head down and drove, he scores. Instead, he's a, and he gets a yard short and goes down, and then the next play is a fumble. I, I don't like Pollard, by the way. He runs out of bounds when he can put his head down and get three more yards, and it sets up third and one instead of a first down. He avoids contact. When, at all costs, he avoids contact. and runs Like, there's times he goes right, and he can put his head down and get the first down on second and eight, and he gets the first down. He runs out of bounds, set up third and two, and then Dak does something stupid, and they punt. It happens all the time, so it's a shame. That's a that's a Memphis that guy. That's he's a Memphis kid. And, uh, well, sorry, I just you know me. I tell it like it is. Um, <laughs> so, with that being said, Super Bowl comes down to one thing and one thing only. Patrick Mahomes was eight and three straight up, ten and one against the spread as an underdog when he went into Buffalo, the two seed, as a dog. Well, make it nine and three and eleven and one against the spread. Then he rolls into Baltimore, Baltimore, catching points again, and you know what he is. And he's now 10 and 3 straight up and 12 money in spread as an underdog. And here he is again, now catching two against a Niner team that should have lost to Green Bay, should have lost to Detroit. And do you know why you get blowouts from the Super Bowl? Why? Because teams that shouldn't be there get there. 
The Niners shouldn't be there. They don't deserve to be there. They were on the ropes twice, and teams couldn't close because I'm not going to say anything bad about Matt LaFleur. He put together a brilliant game plan, and their kicker can't make a field goal. Dan Campbell has to own up that he and he alone cost his team the Super Bowl. And I know he's got to say all the right things in the press that he says in the press. I understand that. You know, I stand by my decision. That's the way we are, and I just felt we need to say, uh uh-uh. When he walked into his house Sunday night back in Detroit, and his wife is sitting there waiting for him in the kitchen, he goes down on one knee, he puts his head in her lap, and in places you don't talk about at parties, Dan Campbell says to his wife, and she's the only one he's ever going to say it to, babe, I should have kicked the field goal. <laughs> it's the truth. There's, there's no way. Somebody should have been in his ear, where it was Aaron Glenn, Ben Johnson, or somebody, and said this, Dan, I know you want to go for it here. Dan, there's seven minutes to go in the third quarter, and our defense has held them to ten points. Kick the field goal, Dan. Go up 17. There's no way Brock Purdy's going to take them the length of the field three times in the next 22 minutes to beat us. And that's saying our offense isn't going to score a mm-hmm. point, Dan. Just kick the field goal. Our offense is going to get us another seven, and we're going to the Super Bowl. Dan! We're going to the Super Bowl, baby! Dan! We're going, baby! We're going, Dan! Kick the field goal! Dan goes, no. Because I'm Dan Campbell. And I go for it because we're going to take out kneecaps and ba 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 ba. So you think? So you go on the idea that you believe the 49ers don't deserve to be there. You don't look at it as the 49ers could have found ways to win two games they shouldn't have, and therefore, kind of almost like the team of destiny here going into the Super Bowl. Let me ask you a question: Who do you trust? Do you trust a defensive coordinator that with two weeks to prepare? For the greatest team in NFL history, the greatest, they would piss all over the 72 Dolphins. They were the greatest team in NFL history. They were a 23-point home favorite over Philadelphia. They went into Buffalo Lane 11 and a half and beat them 55-10. They covered their first 12 games of the year that year, destroying lives. And with two weeks to prepare, Steve Spagnola took down the 18-0 and Patriots. Andy Reid is facing a defense that is a sieve, a sieve. You think whatever problems the Niners defense has with the same personnel that you saw on the field against Green Bay and Detroit is going to fix their problems against the Chiefs, who two years ago waltz into San Francisco against the number one defense in the NFL and put up a 44 spot and destroyed them. You can't play man-to-man, and you can't play zone, and they can't stop the run. Pacheco's going to have a massive... They can't stop the run! They can't! They're not going to fix those problems in two weeks. You going to go against Mahomes as an underdog? Yes or no, at this point? It's hard to go against him. You can't. You just can't. So are you surprised by the the line? Yes. Yes. Why do you think the line is what it is? Because Vegas has an infatuation thinking the Niners are better than they are. And that's the truth. 
They were laying 10.5 to Green Bay, should have lost outright. They were laying 7.5 against Detroit, should have lost outright. We have to make them the favorite. We have to. If Brock Purdy plays the perfect game in the Super Bowl to beat Patrick Mahomes and Steve Spagnola, I'll tip my cap and go on my way. But for my dollar, I'm sorry, bro. I just don't see it happen. Do you think the line... State, do you think it'll stay as San Francisco the favorite all the way up to kickoff? It went back up to two. Oh, did it? Mm-hmm. FanDuel's got it at two and a half right now. Wow. So, yeah. Well, I just think people think that Casey's offense is going to struggle in the second half and Casey's offense is going to struggle in the Niners. That was the number one defense in the NFL on the road. They figured out a way to win. They went on the road and beat Buffalo, two seed. Went on the road and beat Ravens, one seed. And now they're getting the Niners on a neutral field in Vegas, a field they played on and they're comfortable on. Easiest Super Bowl pick I've had to make in 30 years I've done this for a living. Done. Boy, if they don't, if they don't cover you, or re- Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes are really going to be on your I'll, list. I'll be in jail. I'll be in jail. <laughs> I'll be in jail. I'm telling you right now. I'll be in jail. Because it's in Vegas. I don't know where the team hotel is. I don't know where the team hotel is. Our top story, the TV sports handicapper Brandon Lang lost the Super Bowl with the Chiefs, and he's now being held without bail at the Las Vegas County Jail for an assault on Andy Reid. And Lang had camped out at the Kansas City Hotel prior after the Chiefs lost to the Niners, jumped Andy Reid, and is being arrested for assault and battery. Lang, when being led away by police, said, and I quote, he deserved to die. Lang, of course, will be arraigned on Monday at 12 o'clock. ESPN is invited to hear Lang's comments. What's your record on their Super Bowls? One and two. <laughs> Hit the Niners. <laughs> was stupid to go against Tom Brady, and was stupid to think Philadelphia was going to beat them. So, I should be three now. It's my fault. Oh yeah. So, well, anyway. Well, next week we will get uh, deeper into the game. We'll talk about some yep. of the props as well. Have you been since you did well last weekend on those games? Have you? Have you? Are you still hot in college basketball? Yes. Well, I've heated back up now. We're we're getting it done. Um, I went through a bad spell there, but I've turned it around. Nebraska last night came back and got it done. For me, so, ooh, that didn't look good. Shape. That didn't look good for a while. No, one twenty and zero, lead by fifteen or more at half with Wisconsin. So, nice wow. Nebraska to come back and beat them again. Wow, but, uh, that's it. College basketball tomorrow, real quick. South Carolina will beat Georgia and cover. I'm calling for St. John's upset UConn at Madison Square Garden, twelve o'clock Eastern. Oh, St. John's. Oh, right. UConn. I like South Carolina. Mm-hmm. looks really, really good right now. I do mm-hmm. like that. Yep. All right, man. Well, have a good weekend in New York. We'll talk to you next week. From uh, You'll be out in Vegas on Radio Row, won't you? Yeah, I'm with my girl now this week, and uh, I'll be in Vegas next week. Sounds, sounds good, man. See you, buddy. All right, bud. Got it. Brandon Lang. com. Check him out there. Check out the podcast as well. So South Carolina, St. John's over UConn tomorrow. If that happens, that's, a, that's an interesting pick right there. From Brandon Lang, the um, I do agree. I, I maintain. I am absolutely with him. If Zay Flowers doesn't fumble, they score a touchdown. Baltimore wins the game. I'm surprised he's that much on the Chiefs, though. I'm surprised he's that big, but I, I do understand the idea that, like, yes, the 49ers should not have won really either one of these games, and now they're going against Patrick Mahomes. You don't get to fall behind against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs in all likelihood and come back. It's one thing against Jordan Love. It's another thing, you know, Jared Goff. It's Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. 
get down to them. We'll make it really, really hard on you to come back in all likelihood. Guns, guns, more guns. That's where you're going to find at Classic Arms of Memphis. Over 700 firearms. That's right, right, 700. Whether it be home defense gun, hunting guns, whether you're looking for a big gun, a little gun, new gun, used gun, whether you're looking for whatever, they've got it. Of course, they've got ammo and all the accessories, all that as well, all at Classic Arms. They've got all the best names that you can imagine. They have the guaranteed lowest price in town. They are the only gun importer here in the Mid-South. They offer free gun inspections, free gun appraisals. They buy, they sell, they trade, new, used, all of that. Classic Arms. You could shop online 24-7 at ClassicArmsOfMemphis.com or you could go see UTJ and the gang at Classic Arms. 1740 Germantown Parkway. That's in the shopping center right behind Corky's Barbecue there in Cordova, just off Germantown Parkway. They are Classic Arms of Memphis. Sean Merriman joins us coming up next as we continue here in our number three from the Family Leisure Studios here on Sports 56 Morning, Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Broadcasting from the Family Leisure Studio, we are Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Now back to Sports 56 Mornings. Good morning. On Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Here once again, Greg Gaston and Eli Savoy. Welcome back, 926 here in the Family Leisure Studios. Eli and Zach with you. No Greg today. Brandon mentioned that game last night. Another top 10 team goes on the road and loses to an unranked team. As number six, Wisconsin blows a big halftime lead, led by 16 at the half. And they lose at Nebraska. Nebraska's having quite a year. Uh, in the American last night, uh, SMU beat Tulane 80-76 to as SMU continues to have a nice year as well. Uh, they get the win over Tulane last night. 80-76 to was the final in that one. Not a whole lot, of course, on Thursday night in the world of college basketball. But those are a couple of uh, noteworthy games from last night's action. Again, the Grizzlies losers last night. They're in action tonight. Tomorrow, it will be the Tigers in action down on the uh, down at FedEx Forum as they will be taking on Wichita State. Again, the one team that in conference play the Tigers have handled easily is Wichita State. They had the blowout win at Wichita State, and that's it. Every other game has been right down to the wire. And, of course, now four of them have been losses in conference play. So we'll see if maybe Wichita State is the uh, the remedy for what the Tigers, uh, what if, whatever it is that nobody seems to really be able to put their finger on uh, that is ailing the Tigers. Uh, but maybe Wichita State will be the, the, the key once again, and they can get another win over them. Try and get on track. Because then they go to Temple, who is bad like they're they're really bad now again so is rice and so it's it 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 doesn't really matter that they're that bad you don't you can't just assume the tangers will go in there and win but um it's a chance if you can beat wichita state beat temple maybe start getting a little positive vibes again good feelings um but we'll have to see if that is able to happen there was a trade in major league baseball yesterday a big trade really as the orioles acquire Corbin Burns from the Brewers 
For shortstop Joey Ortiz, left-handed pitcher D.L. Hall, and a draft pick, Burns won the 2021 Cy Young Award. Orioles looking for a number one starter. Got him. Now, he hasn't been as good the last couple of years as he was. 2021, when he won Cy Young Award, he was, like, unhittable. Last couple of years, he's still been good, not nearly that good. But um, the Orioles have put together a re- I mean, obviously, they were already really good last year when they made the playoffs, but um, they've made some nice additions in the offseason. And getting Corbin Burns uh, for the top of that rotation, really, really good. The Brewers um, in got a lot of free agents. You know, they're, they're not going to spend a whole bunch of money, all that type of stuff. So they they continue to cut costs, although they did just make the move where they got Reese Hoskins from the Phillies. Here's the one thing about the what the the left-handed pitcher that the the Brewers get in this trade. Do you really want a pitcher whose name is DL? Do you want any Major League Baseball player whose name is DL? That's disabled list in Major League Baseball. Yeah, like, you don't want. I was thinking of the comedian DL Hughley. No, yeah, I mean I don't know if I want a guy named DL in the in Major League Baseball. Unless it's like reverse psychology in a sense. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, if he goes like. If he has like Tommy John surgery immediately, you know it's just a bad deal. Like, oh, here we go. He's gonna be. A, feel, he'll spend his career on the DL. I feel bad for the people named TJ and gotta have to worry about Tommy John. <laughs> it would be like a uh, in the NFL. It's more IR. You don't want a guy named IR. That's injured reserve. They they call it injured reserve. Major League Baseball calls it the disabled list. Basket NBA calls it. I guess they don't really call it. They don't. They don't because you don't put guys out for. A, like a certain number of games, but they have they the don't have it, like the inju- injured the, list. Yeah, there's a, like an injury report, but they don't because in those sports you have like you you have to miss this many games, like you're out for you're on the 15 day disabled list or right. whatever. Major League Baseball, NBA, you're just injured, you're just out until you get back, until you get back, <laughs> or you're out for the season, like everybody on the Grizzlies, <laughs> and then you miss next season, and you might come back the following season. Yes, yes, Gri- like, you're like the Grizzlies, you're like Stephen Adams, you're out. Three to five weeks or twenty-one months. We don't know. It's it's all a guessing game at this point. We just it's easy to miss. It's easy to 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 get that ballpark wrong. We thought it was five weeks. It was twenty-one months. So be it. We missed. We we were that close. We were that close. Imagine telling imagine telling someone, uh, for example, like a weatherman. He's like, yeah, like. Oh, oh, it's it's definitely gonna rain on tomorrow, but it's like, well, it's sunshine, <laughs> like sixty-five degrees. It'll be like it's gonna rain tomorrow, and it rains like five weeks later. Like, yeah. See, I told you, I told you it's gonna rain. Just, it just took a while to get there. <laughs> we'll it's, a, it's a delayed. It's a delayed. We'll, we'll see if Stephen again. Houston's taking the risk that Stephen Adams is gonna be healthy next year. I mean, I, I assume he will be, but I also assumed he was healthy this year. Yeah. When he showed up for camp and was playing in preseason games, I assumed he would play this year. Little did I know. Mm. That was just fake. That was fake Steven Adams in the preseason. Now it look fake to me. Now they have real Steven Adams in Houston. We'll see if he can get ready to go for next year. Sean Merriman, by the way, was on a flight. He landed a little bit late, so he is still going to call, but he's, he's going to be a little bit late. We are expected to have him still join us. Folks, Valentine's Day is coming, and... Boy, do I got a deal for you. I don't have the deal for you. Let's be honest. I don't have the deal for you. I'm just telling you about the deal. Genesis Diamonds has the deal for you. This is, you know, there are people who will get flowers for Valentine's Day. 
People will buy their special someone chocolates for Valentine's Day. People will take their significant other out for dinner for Valentine's Day. People will get jewelry for Valentine's Day. Well, Genesis Diamonds has all of that in one package. You buy the jewelry, you get all of the other stuff for free. Yes, that, that that's, that's true. That's true. Go into Genesis Diamonds to Valentine's Day. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring to get engaged, whether you're just looking for maybe some other nice ring, some exquisite designer piece of jewelry, or something simple like a pendant or just a simple necklace or pair of ear, whatever. Spend $199, spend $199,000. It doesn't matter. They are going to give you, at no charge, chocolates, flowers, and a gift card for dinner at Restaurant Iris. I'm not lying. It's all true. So you can get the jewelry and then get the flowers, the chocolates, and the dinner on the folks at Genesis. So don't waste your time. Get over there. Find that perfect piece of jewelry for that special someone. Get all of the other stuff as well. Genesis Diamonds, Poplar and Perkins Extended. Go see them and uh, take advantage of this unbelievable Valentine's Day special. So you were at the Grizzlies game last night. I know you were working down there. So you did not get a chance to watch the Pro Bowl games. But Pro Bowl game, they had the first, they had five events last night, five or six events last night. They'll have some more Sunday, and then they've got the flag football games on Sunday. I will maintain once again, and I am not ashamed to say it, This, these are more entertaining than the Pro Bowl game, the actual Pro Bowl game that they used to play when players didn't do anything. I think these are you know, I don't, people hate it, whatever, but I think it's, I, I just think it's more entertaining. So last night you had the passing accuracy deal where they've got to hit targets that are point values all over the place. The quarterbacks were a little disappointing. I got to be honest. Baker Mayfield ends up winning it. Uh, but like Tua was terrible. Tua couldn't hit any of the targets. He's supposed to be like the most accurate passer in the league and they couldn't hit the targets. I'm like, what the heck's going on here? It was, Baker Mayfield versus C.J. Stroud in the final. And uh, Baker ends up beating him in that one. And that's cool. I, I, again, I think that's fine. I think it's fun to watch them. They did the the punt catching contest deal where you have to keep catching as many as you can while, while holding the other ones. And Miles Killebrew from the Steelers caught a punt. Theoretically, it's kind of, of a machine. That's not an actual punt. But basically caught a punt while holding on to five other balls. So it's the sixth ball that he's catching, which is incredible. Like, I want to see anybody go try go try and do that. Hold on to five footballs and catch a sixth without dropping any of them. You cannot drop any of them. It was like that, dude. That was incredible. Was his other hand available? He so he had them all, and then he. And I don't know if he stole the idea from, I can't remember who did it earlier, but somebody tried putting one of the balls like between their knees and holding it there. But then the ball, the punt didn't come right to him, so they, they couldn't move. And so then they, they tried to move the ball there. Well, what he did, he waited until the ball was in the air. He kind of ran up to the spot where it was going to come down, took one of the balls real quick and put it between his knees, then was able to catch that other ball. And he went to the ground doing it and was able to hold on to all of them. Oh, that's smart. Dude, it was, I was like, that's that's absolutely incredible. They had the 
the snapping contest for the centers, that did not go well. <laughs> All over the place. They had a target board, like, I don't know, probably 10 yards behind them, and they're trying to snap the football through these holes on the target board. It didn't, like, they couldn't do it. It's hard. I, I, I would imagine that's really hard. Like, Jason Kelsey couldn't hit it at all. He was terrible. The regular centers really struggled. The long snappers, one guy finally kind of figured it out. He just kept hitting the, the hole for the that was one point was bigger. It was kind of off the side. And he just kept drilling that over and over again. They had the dodgeball, which, by the way, C.D. Lamb and Derrick Henry, if you ever happen to be in a dodgeball game and you have to choose, if you get to choose NFL players, get either C.D. Lamb or Derrick Henry on your team. Those two were amazing. C.D. Lamb was incredible in dodgeball, but Derrick Henry has a cannon. He could throw a, he could throw a dodgeball. And then they had the closest to the pin contest. No wonder the Cowboys can't win in the postseason. Or maybe it's because they're eliminated so far early in the postseason. Their guys are all golfing. Jake Ferguson hit it to 12 feet, and then Brian Anger hit it to two feet. They dominated the closest to the pin contest. Like, there's only, like, one other person that hit the green. The Cowboys, both guys stepped up and just striped it right at the flag. Like, no wonder. Get them on the practice field. Quick. About, what, Brandon Aubrey or Jake? Fer- Jake Ferguson. Jake Ferguson. Oh, okay. Hit it, and then Brian Anger, the punter, comes up and hits it to two feet. Well, I mean, they had a lot of practice. So. That's what I said. Like, they've, had, they've had some time. Speaking of the Pro Bowl, a guy who was uh, familiar with Pro Bowls, he played in a few of those back in his day. Former San Diego Charger All-Pro linebacker Sean Merriman. Now he is, of course, with Lights Out Extreme Fighting, and he's got another big event coming up in February, February 16th, Lights Out 14. Sean Merriman joins us now in the program. Hey, Sean, how you doing? Hey, what's going on, man? How's it going? Doing good. I was just talking about the Pro Bowl games that they're doing now. First of all, when you played in Pro Bowls, like, Guys actually put a little bit of effort in. Like you guys actually played some football, but what was the mentality going into a Pro Bowl? You know, honestly, man, uh, you, you knew you were going down there with a bunch of uh, a bunch of big names, right? And it's the first time you get a chance to be with them outside of uh, a setting. I, I remember my first Pro Bowl, and I'm seeing Peyton Manning, you know, kind of sitting by the pool and having a drink and laughing and joking and being funny. I'm like, man, Peyton Manning is funny. I, you, you wouldn't. You would have missed that right off the field. And I think um, for us, it was a showcase, right? Because there's so many, like, just freakish athletes. There's so many big names. And you get down there, and it's like, man, damn, look at look at T.O. He's out there running, you know, 6'5 wide receiver, you know, like he, like he does. Uh, so you're just in a, in a, in a, um, amazed, right, to see everybody in a, in a different setting, man. And that was the biggest part for me getting down there. Did you feel like as a defensive guy, like, like, did you hold back? Like, are you afraid to hurt people? Like, how do you approach that part of it? So the, the first half of the game is always light, right? <laughs> you know, because the whole time we're out there, we're drinking my ties with our families and friends and just hanging out. And, you know, we want to get in the game. You know, we know people pay the money to come and see you and, and, and people watching on TV until that first big hit. Now, that first big hit always changed the tempo of the game. And for us, I don't know if you guys remember Sean Taylor putting that big hit on our performance. And we were kind of lax before that, man. You know, guys were going to make tackles, and they were, you know, having fun. But that after that hit, that game became very physical. So would you have liked to have been in a Pro Bowl where they, they, they do it like they do now, like you could have played some dodgeball or anything like that? 
Well, look, I got a you know, I got a thirteen year old son now, right? And I think that for kids and stuff like that, it's um, you know it, it's drawing a crowd. It's a reason why the NFL didn't take it off the TV because you know you probably still have seven to ten million plus people mm-hmm. watching, right? And so for them, that's you know that's advertising dollars, that's marketing dollars, that's people buying tickets and buying um, memorabilia and apparel. I mean everything. So it, it's still a big business, no matter how you look at it. Uh, as a player, though, as the mentalities I had, you know, you, you kind of just go through it and say, look, this is just all fun and game. We're, you know, put on a show for the fans and have fun. And it, it's one of those things. Man. But my mentality going into the Pro Bowl always is that, hey, look, I'm, I'm not only a, a Pro Bowler, but I'm all pro and I kind of want to prove that I'm the best. So I feel me and my competitive attitude, I'm striking somebody with that damn dodgeball, right? Somebody's getting hit. Uh, because I, I, I just want to go out there and win. Uh, that's why I thought, I thought you said I got a 14-year-old really good at dodgeball, could train me up, and I'd be ready to go for this thing. <laughs> but oh, yeah. C.D. You, you, you got smart, baby. You, you see it. it. Some of these guys are so freaking, like, so athletic, right? They can play multiple sports. They got an arm. They can – I mean, it's just you, you almost, in a sense, can see these guys just how freakishly of an athlete they are outside of playing football. Well, you've got another big event coming up uh, two weeks from today, as a matter of fact. February 16th, lights out 14. Uh, tell us a little bit about this event. Yeah, we got a huge, huge fight uh, in Long Beach, California. Lights out extreme fight 14. Can't believe it's my 14th already, but this thing is uh, growing pretty fast. This is our biggest and most explosive car yet. We'll be live on Fubo, Fubo TV, Fubo Sports. If you guys don't have Fubo, get it. Uh, we, we have two or three guys in this car that's going to end up in the UFC when they're done. So, um, I cannot wait for everybody to see it because they, these guys either be going to the Dana White Contender Series or something. I mean, these guys be going there, up-and-comers. Um, some of these guys already fought in the UFC trying to get back. So, uh, Lights Out Extreme Fight 14, February 16th. Make sure you guys catch that. And it starts at what time? It's uh, 7 p.m. Uh, Pacific. So, uh, yeah, what, about 9 o'clock, you guys. Yeah, 9 o'clock our time. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Lights Out 14. Who are a couple of the names to watch for? Alba Morales uh, is on this card. That's the guy I was telling you about. He mm-hmm. was in the UFC at one point uh, trying to get back there. Um, Tommy Aaron, who's Tony Ferguson's guy, is also on this card. And uh, we got an up-and-comer, man. It's um, A.J. Hodgkins. He played linebacker at uh, at Oregon. And, okay. you know, we're having more. We having more and more of these uh, foot, former football players, man, transitioning over and uh, starting their fighting career with us. So it's, uh, it's been great. Makes sense that you would find some of those former football players that would come to your series to get that career started uh, in MMA. Again, that's coming up two weeks from today. All right, you're a Chargers guy. Your thoughts on Jim Harbaugh? It, it, it's excitement, man. I mean, uh, that's the only thing you can hope for, right, because there's no guarantees. And I've said this before, and you know, I think sometimes fans get a little bit too rowdy when they hear a big name. You know, right? Like, hey, you know, we bring in Bill Belichick, we bring in Jim Harbaugh, whatever big name, we're going to win games. It doesn't work that way. I think with Jim Harbaugh's approach, though, you watch his, you know, you watch his press conference and think he's saying, he's saying all the right things because it's how he operates, right? And why he comes in and changes organizations and programs around like he's did in the past in college because he starts these smaller building blocks, right? He's not coming in saying, hey, Super Bowl or bust. Nope, we got to come put the work in the weight room. He's talking about the weight room. Now we didn't. They didn't have that right with Brandon Staley coming in. It was uh, the conversation didn't what didn't happen. It was like, hey, wait, room. Let's get after it every single day. Let's do this. Let's do that. It was a different approach, and you can tell this is why Jim Harbaugh specializes in coming in and turning around teams immediately. 
if it were if if it was up to you uh, and certainly it seemed like they targeted Harbaugh from the beginning. If you would have had the choice between Belichick or Harbaugh, which one would you have rather had? Uh, let's just say they made the rumors. <laughs> you know, it was, uh, it's nothing against Belichick. I think that um, Bill Belichick has, has kind of put himself, and I'm not talking about him, but everyone else, kind of put him on a pedestal. Um, he's been doing it for so long. So he comes in, he's going to require, require a lot. I mean, he just will. Um, and this reason Atlanta didn't sign him and, and they went another direction because, you know, you're coming in asking for a lot of, a lot of authority, a lot of money. You want things a certain way. He can because he's won for so long. So there's not many organizations that's going to buy into that because times are changing, right? We're seeing, uh, these younger coaches, this, this different formula to winning, uh, starting with, with Sean McVay. So times are changing is different. Would you like to have played for a guy like Dan Campbell? Oh man, I, I love that dude. I, honestly, I um, very few coaches can get you in that mindset to go out, win football games, and then change the mentality of your entire team from top to down. He did just that for Detroit. It, it couldn't work more perfect than anything else. And then finally, your uh, thoughts on the Super Bowl? What do you think, San Francisco, Kansas City? Who you got? I, I can't pick against Patrick Mahomes, man. I just, I just, <laughs> you know, it just. Look, they're not as dominant. They're not as good as they once were. Uh, but they still go out and win football games. So I, I got to go with Kansas City, even though I hate it during the decision. But um, they're just so good, man. They know how to win. It's funny because like, they thought, okay, now he's got to go on the road. This is fine. Like, they keep wanting to put dirt on their grave, and yet here they are once again back in the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's them. And these guys have been doing it for so long. I, I can't see them losing this game. Again, Lights Out 14 coming up two weeks from tonight, uh, Friday, February 16th. You could catch it on Fubo Sports. Lights Out Extreme Fighting is owned by Sean Merriman, and he's kind enough to join us from time to time to talk about those events. We certainly always appreciate it. Sean, thank you so much. Enjoy the Super Bowl and have a great event. You got it, man. Thanks for having me. And check all the information out on lightsoutexcept.com. We'll be live on Fubo TV, Fubo Sports. Thank you so much. Sean Merriman Thanks. joining us here on the program. Folks, if you've got a move coming up, you want to make sure you get the right people to help you, the right people to do that for you, the right professionals. Don't be trying to do it yourself. Don't be asking your friends to help you. Get the professionals to do it right for you. Black Tie Moving, 901-316-6196 or go to blacktiemoving.com slash Memphis. Talk with the folks at Black Tie and they'll work with you coming up with a plan fitting exactly what you need from them. Maybe that's doing everything from the packing to the unpacking. Maybe that's simply picking up the stuff and moving it and dropping it off, whatever it is. Maybe you need some storage, whatever. They'll take care of you. They're going to work with you to come up with that plan, fitting exactly what it is you need, fitting your budget, and they give you a no-obligation quote up front as well. Again, 901-316-6196 or go to blacktiemoving.com slash Memphis. If you've got a move coming up, get the professionals from Black Tie Moving to take the stress and worry out of the process for you. Back to wrap things up right after this, Sports 56, 98.5 FM. Be sure to follow us at Sports 56 WHBQ on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube to watch live video of our shows, stay up to date with station events, and have chances to win prizes. Don't miss out on anything that's going on. Follow us at Sports 56 WHBQ. 
Now, back to Sports 56 Mornings. Morning! On Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Here once again, Greg Gaston and Eli Savoy. So what a weekend we have as far as basketball is concerned. Here locally, you got the Grizzlies tonight hosting the Warriors. Then Sunday, the Grizzlies will be on the road at Boston. So they play the Warriors at Boston this weekend. You've got, of course, the Tigers against Wichita State at FedEx Forum tomorrow at noon. As I mentioned, if you're looking for something to do, the Hustle hosting the G League Ignite. So the Ignite with four possible first-round picks uh, for this year on their roster, including Ron Holland and Matis Bazelis, who are the top two guys who both could theoretically, I they're, they're, wouldn't be surprised if they both went in the top 10 or certainly both in the lottery. So you got some good young talent with the G League Ignite. Hustle play tomorrow night and then Sunday afternoon as well. Just around the world of college basketball, tomorrow, how about Houston at Kansas? How about Duke, North Carolina? How about Tennessee, Kentucky? Like, there are some great college basketball tonight or tomorrow. Ole Miss will be hosting Auburn. Should be another raucous atmosphere down in Oxford with Bruce Pearl and company coming to town. There's a lot of great basketball action that you can check out this weekend, either here locally or on TV. Speaking of the Tigers, by the way, their game tomorrow against Wichita State. I've got four tickets, four pack of tickets. For the Tigers-Wichita State game tomorrow, is this the one the Tigers finally in the losing streak? Boy, you have to think it is, right? Like, you got to be able to get a win. Four pack of tickets for caller number four as the Tigers try and end a four-game losing streak. We're going with the fours. Caller number four for four tickets to end the four-game losing streak. 360-8255. 360-8255. Caller number four. Four tickets for the Tigers and Wichita State tomorrow. A noon game again down at FedEx Forum. It's going to be a very quick turnaround from the Grizzlies game tonight for that crew to get the floor changed over for a noon game tomorrow with the Tigers. Caller number four, four tickets for the Tigers and the Shockers tomorrow at FedEx Forum. That is going to do it for us for the day and for the week as well. Do you want to say a big thank you to John Varlis, to Matt Dillon, to Brandon Lang, and to Sean Merriman as well for all coming on the program today. We certainly appreciate that. We'll be back here on Monday. Greg will be back on Monday as well as we'll recap this huge weekend of basketball action and hopefully we're talking about a win for the Tigers and Hey, maybe a couple of it. Again, the game at Boston looks daunting. But remember, the Lakers won at Boston last night without LeBron and without Anthony Davis. So maybe the Grizzlies can go in there and get a win. And maybe they can knock off the Warriors for the second time this year at FedEx Forum tonight when they battle there. Coming up next, it is Wolo and Friends right here on Sports 56. Dave Olotion will be in for that. For Zach Boyd, I'm Eli Savoy saying so long. Have yourself a great weekend, and we will talk to you again on Monday right here on Sports 56 Mornings on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM.